Good morning. I'm Sarah French. I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. The Carolina Panthers getting ready to make some big changes to its practice facility in Uptown. The team is filing some changes with the city, showing exciting plans for fans. And WCNC Charlotte's Kia Murray is here to break down all those details. Good morning, Kia. Good morning. So these plans reveal new details about seating for fans and plans for restaurant and retail space. Now, as for the location, the training camp site would be put on South Cedar Street. It's in the same location of the team's existing practice fields. On timeline, Uptown Charlotte could see this revamped training camp for the Carolina Panthers in just the coming months. Although the plans are going to have to go through multiple reviews until they're finalized. But I do want to paint a picture as to how this might all look once the work is wrapped up. The training facility is going to have 5,000 seats available for fans when necessary. Now, team officials say you're not going to give you that stadium-like venue. When it comes to the restaurant and retail space, a Panther spokesperson gave us some more clarity as well. So they said the spaces are going to be periodic. They're only available when the training facility is used for team events. Now, before 2024, the Panthers had long held training camp at Wofford College over in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Now, the team announced in December that training camp would no longer be held there and that future Panthers training camps would take place in Charlotte. But before we let you go, we cannot forget this context. Panthers fan remember just two years ago when the team shut down those plans to build a practice facility shortly before that 2022 season. That's when the team again shut down plans to build a practice facility over in Rock Hill. And it led to a myriad of backlash and some legal actions. So this morning we want to know what you think about these new plans. Would you visit the Panthers retail space? Make sure you text us at 704-329-3600. Turning to more today's top stories in your morning rush this morning. Several teenagers are behind bars after stealing guns from a store in Southwest Charlotte. Good Thursday morning. Richard Devane here on South Boulevard, the scene of where several teens broke into this gun shop and stole a number of weapons. Police say it's just an example of how difficult fighting juvenile crime has become in the Queen City. This is President Biden met with a number of chiefs from around the country, including CMPD's Johnny Jennings. Jennings spoke to us and said that basically there needs to be more resources to help stop this trend of juvenile crimes. South Carolina state leaders are considering a new bill that would expand school choice for families. The new bill would allow any student to apply for the school voucher program. The program gives accepted students a $6,000 scholarship to spend on private or charter school tuition. Happening today, Mooresville City leaders will break ground on the highly anticipated East-West Connector. The project will eventually connect Interstate 77 to Interstate 85. It will give direct access to both interstates from the Lowe's corporate headquarters to I-85. Leaders hope it will make for a much easier commute for drivers in southern Iredell County. The longest serving Senate leader in U.S. history is stepping down. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell announced he'll leave his post in November. The Kentucky Republican has served as GOP leader since 2007. An election to replace him will happen in November. His successor will take over in January. Wooden Robots Nota location will reopen today after the death of its beloved co-founder Dan Wade. The South End location reopened earlier this week. Wade died last week after a tragic accident. The brewery is encouraging people to stop by and pay their respects to Dan. The Nota location opens today at 3 p.m. And that's it for your morning rush. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. An East Carolina employee is recovering this morning after being shot. The shooting happened near an elementary school when a cyclist pulled out a gun and fired multiple shots. 
Police were able to arrest the suspect. The motive of the shooting is under investigation. More trouble for a South Carolina jail. Another employee arrested for giving a cell phone to an inmate. It all happened at the Alvin S. Glenn Detention Center. A 24-year-old now the 10th employee arrested so far this year. Guilford County health officials investigating a case of measles. The department says the case was confirmed in an adult in the county. If anyone has a question regarding their vaccine status, they should check their immunization records or contact a health care provider. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Time now to connect the dots. When we make the news make sense. Today's a quirk in our calendar. February 29th, a day we only see every four years. 2024 gets an extra day, but why do we do this every four years? Let's connect the dots. A year is technically 365 days plus a few minutes, since that's how long it takes the Earth to go all the way around the sun. So without the extra day every four years, every 360 years, spring and winter would flip the dates they start on. You can see how that might get a little confusing. So instead, we add that extra day to the month of February called a leap day. As to why it's called a leap year, that's up for debate, since the calendar we use is almost 500 years old. But it probably comes from the fact that normally fixed dates, like Christmas and the 4th of July, generally move up one day of the week every year. So instead of falling on Thursday next year, Christmas will be on a Friday, leaping over a day of the week. So you can thank the planet for your extra long weekend next Christmas. And that is Connecting the Dots. Out of the day's checklist, here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, brand new details just into the newsroom about a fire in East Charlotte. It happened on Beecher Drive yesterday afternoon. Investigators say the blaze was started intentionally and sent one person to the hospital. The fire caused almost $60,000 in damage. Number two, congressional leaders have reached a deal to avoid a partial government shutdown for now. Both parties agreed to extend the current deadlines to March 8th and the 22nd. The initial deadlines were March 1st and 8th. They still have to get approval from other lawmakers on Capitol Hill. And number three, the Hornets are set to return to the Queen City tonight for the first time in more than two weeks to take on the Milwaukee Bucks. And the team may be featuring a new face. Alexei Pokashevsky is Buzz City's newest signing. Serbian center comes from Oklahoma City and was a first-round pick back in 2020. Hornets fans hope he can add some reinforcements at the position with starter Mark Williams still hurt. We first told you yesterday about how a new law could affect when the results come in on Tuesday night, election night. These tweets going viral claiming the state election board is cheating out in the open by delaying the release of those results. So let's verify fact check. Our sources are the State Board of Elections and the legislation itself. The new law requires a county to wait to count early votes until after polls closed. In fact, the state elections officials say they had nothing to do with the change. We were uh, part of writing this legislation. This was not an ask by the state board of elections or the county boards of elections. This is new for us, um, but obviously, you know, just to do that process, even for a single early voting site, is going to be, you know, probably about 30 minutes. So keep in mind, our lawmakers changed the laws. These folks are just paid to carry them out. We're digging into what this new law really means for all of us and for voters out there. You can see more of our interview with the head of the State Board of Elections. That's coming up Sunday, 11 a.m. on Flashpoint.
Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more at WCNC.com. Join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings from 4.30 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.